0: Again, we're glad you're here, and if you have your Bible, turn with us to the book of Philippians in chapter number 1. The book of Philippians in chapter number 1. Each year, uh, we set out to have a central theme that we focus our hearts and mind around for that year. It's just a thought uh, from the Word of God that carries us uh, through the year. And this year will be no different. But before we get to this year, I want to walk back through the themes of the previous years. And we'll start in 2015. And our theme for 2015 was a strong foundation. First Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 11, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Always good to have a good foundation. 2016, it was looking unto Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. 2017, our theme was making a difference. And Jude and verse 22, and of some have compassion, making a difference. I just stopped for a minute. We'll see that verse again this evening. 2018, our theme was Laboring together, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. 2019, our theme was through Christ. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. 2020 was a banner year. We had no idea what we were in for. And everyone's life seemed to change in 2020. But in the month of January, before all of those different things occurred, we set out with the theme, By Faith. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38, Now the just shall live by faith. And I certainly I'm glad that we can have faith in an unchangeable God. In 2021, our theme was Pressing On. Philippians 3 verse 14, I press toward the mark for the uh for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus 2022 was growing in grace second peter 3:18 but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and last year our theme was standing for the truth ephesians chapter 6 and verse 14 stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and that leads us into 2024 so look with me, uh, if you don't have a Bible but you have a bulletin, just open it up and look at the top and the left and you'll find the verse that we're going to read. But if you have your Bible, look with me, for uh, Philippians chapter 1 verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, let's read it again. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray this morning that you'll help us. And Lord, we thank you so much for your blessings, your mercy, and your grace through these years. And Lord, I pray that as uh, we would set out at the beginning of a, another new year that you would uh, draw our hearts and our minds uh, closer to you, Lord, to help us to, uh, to stabilize and center uh, our lives around the verse that we've just read and that we'll look at this morning. And I pray uh, that you'll help us as only you can. We certainly do need you in every aspect of our life, Lord. We can't do anything without you, neither uh, should we want to. And I pray Uh, that You'll give us what we need for this hour. I pray if there's one here without Christ, that they would see clearly this morning their lost condition and their need for a Savior, and that they would see Your love and see the Savior uh, for His sacrifice and for the gift that they can receive. I pray, Lord, that there wouldn't be one that would leave this place today and it not be well with their soul. I pray You'd help us as only You can. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So for 2024, and this isn't the title of the message, but this is the theme for the year, our theme will be working till he comes. Working till he comes. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6 will be our theme verse. But... Uh, Before we uh, start to look into this verse, I want to show you something that's interesting. We didn't set out and plan it this way. We didn't uh, do, but we prayerfully uh, sought God's face on on how He would lead us through the years and how He would guide us through the years. But watch now. I'm just going to read you the themes for these past years and listen how it reads just like a sentence. A strong foundation looking forward making a difference laboring together through Christ by faith pressing on growing in grace standing for the truth working till he comes Amen. and certainly that's a good path to be on and these are good steps to take so we'll start this morning by considering this element of the work till he comes. And and here's our title this morning. Here's what we're going to look at. God is working in us. God is working in us. Look at our verse again. Being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. We're going to break this verse down this morning and show some important truths. Number one, uh, by way of outline, is this. I want you to see the Creator at work. The Creator at work. In verse 6 it says, That He. Being confident of this very thing, that He. The He here is none other than the Lord. He is the author of creation. John chapter one and verses one through four. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. He is the author of creation, but he is the author of peace. First Corinthians chapter fourteen and verse thirty 1 Corinthians fourteen, thirty-three, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Amen. He's also the author of eternal life. Amen. Hebrews chapter five In verse 9. I hope you like the Word of God today because you're going to get a lot of it. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 9. And being made perfect, He became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey Him. He's the author of creation. He's the author of peace. He's the author of eternal life. But wait a minute. He's the author of our faith and He finishes what He starts. Hebrews 12 and verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So let's look at His work. He's the Creator at work. Let's consider His work. Number two this morning is the commencement of His work. The commencement of His work. Verse 6 again, uh, it goes on to say, "...which hath begun." That he which hath begun. Christ is the foundation. The work rests upon him. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verses 18 through 21. 1 Peter 1. Verses 18 through 21, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things, but with the precious blood of Christ, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, that your faith and hope might be in God. He's the foundation first corinthians three eleven for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ, second Timothy chapter number two and verse nineteen. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. you know it 's a good thing to ask people if they know Jesus, but it 's a better question to ask, does Jesus know you? And I'm certainly glad to know that I know my Savior and that He knows me. He's the foundation, but He's also the propitiation. He is our atoning sacrifice. First John chapter two and verse two, and He is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. First John chapter 4 and verse 10, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Oh, He's the foundation and He's the propitiation, but He's also the salvation. His work appeases and abides. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 9. For God hath not appointed us to wrath. Aren't you glad for that? But to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Acts chapter four and verse 12 makes it pretty plain. Neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hmm. So we see there the commencement of his work. But what I want you to see Is now where he does the work. So I want you to see and now the circumstance of his work. Verse six, a good work in you. That he which hath begun a good work in you. It's God's work. He's the foundation. He's the propitiation. He's the salvation. But now look at now where He does the work. A good work in you. God's good work is profitable. And it's personal in you. John chapter 15 and verse 4. The Bible says this, Jesus speaking, Abide in Me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in Me. So how does God now do the good work in you and in Me? And that requires the work of justification. Christ's substitutionary atonement not only deals with our iniquity, but it declares us innocent through His righteousness. Romans chapter 3, you know verse 23, For all have sinned and come short, miss the mark of the glory of God. There's nothing you can do. There's not enough good that you can do in and of yourself to ever reach the mark that God has set. But verse 24 of Romans chapter 3 says, "...being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remissions of sin that are passed through the forbearance of God." So our justification is found in and through Jesus Christ alone. Where does He do the work? Well, He did it on the cross of Calvary. And that work is now communicated to you by grace... Through faith. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Can can I say that one again? Well, I like that verse. Therefore, being justified by faith. I I don't deserve justification, but I'm sure I'm glad that Jesus Christ delivered it. Therefore, being justified by faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And in verse 9 of Romans chapter 5, much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. A good work in you. That work of justification. Ephesians chapter 2. You know the verses. Verses 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that, not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Titus chapter three, verses five through six, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our savior. Not by works of righteousness that we have done. There is no more simple way to disprove working for your salvation than this verse. It's not the righteousness that you do. It's the righteousness of Christ in the finished work that he has done. First Thessalonians chapter two. And verse 13, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also, watch, in you that believe. First Thessalonians 2.13 Romans chapter 10 And verse 9, as we consider this work of justification, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the, the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The question for you, have you trusted Christ to do His good work of justification in you? Because that's where the work starts. Let me give you the next point in our outline. Number four, the continuation of His work. The continuation of His work. Philippians 1 verse 6 goes on to say, will perform it. That He which hath begun a good work in you will perform it. I want you to know today, God's work is not over at salvation, but it moves now into sanctification. This phrase, will perform it, not only speaks to the wonderful security of the believer, but God's work now in your life, in my life, to shape the maturity of the believer as we are conformed to the image of Christ. See, it's God who saves, and it's God who secures, and it's God who is steadfast, and it's God who sanctifies Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6 does not teach that all justified believers will faithfully persevere in faith and good works until they die. Because you have to understand today, believers can and do resist, oppose, and limit God's work of sanctification within themselves. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30, the Bible says, "...and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption." 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 19, quench not the Spirit. Verses 23 and 24 of 1 Thessalonians 5, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. See, the believer's perseverance in faith and good works is not automatic, but God's persevering work is assuredly available all the way to the end. Amen. For He, which hath or that He, which hath begun a good work in you, will perform it. Do you see how the focus is all upon God and His work? Not your work, not my work, His work. Now let me give you number five, which is the completion of His work. Philippians 1.6 ends with the phrase, until the day of Jesus Christ. God's work of justification, the work that He begins in you, And the work that he will do, sanctification, lead ahead to the day of glorification. Even though some believers do not persevere in faith and good works, God will persevere in bringing the believer to glory where the glorified body will be given. Hear me now. There is a time, if you're here this morning and saved, there is a time in your life where you trusted Christ. You uh, now mm, felt that guilt and that sorrow for your sin. You realized you needed a Savior. You placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone and asked Him to save you. And at that moment in your life, that's salvation. And it's a point in time. Boom. The day of Jesus Christ is the day of glorification. That's when our faith becomes sight. That's when all things are made new. Day of glorification. That's a point in time. And everywhere in between that point of salvation... And that day of glorification is our walk of sanctification. That's our walk with God. Growing closer to God. Allowing God to do the work in us that He said that He will do, that He said that He will perform until the day of Jesus Christ. There'll be some, they have this point in time in their life. And when you're saved there is coming a day of glorification. You understand there are some that will never really fully get in this walk of sanctification. But it's the perseverance of God that brings them to glory. Not, not their works. See, you didn't work to save yourself. Wait a minute. You don't work to keep yourself saved. The work begins in you. Come back tonight. We'll talk about the work that God does through you. And there's your, there's your sneak peek. But the completion of his work will be done, it says, until the day of Jesus Christ. First Corinthians chapter six and verse 14. And God hath both raised up the Lord and will also raise up us by his own power. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the smallest divisible amount of time. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed." Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 14. Knowing that He which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Hear it today. The work that God starts is the work that God finishes. There's no thing, there's no one that will stop Him. His work will go on until it's complete. When will that happen? the day of Jesus Christ. You say, well, what's so big about that day? What a day that'll be. When my Jesus I shall see. And I look upon His face, the one who saved me by His grace. When He takes me by the hand, you all going to have to stand in line. He takes me by the hand and leads me through the... No. What a day. Glorious day that will be. Can I ask you a question today? And nobody get too excited, please. <clears throat> how many are you? How many of you are tired of dealing with your old, broke-down body? Miss Sue's about to run the aisle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many of you are just beat down with the problems and the pain of this life and the sin. uh, This sin-cursed world that we live in. And it just seems to it gets darker and darker by the day. But He that begun the good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Friend, if you're here today and saved, there's coming a day where you'll put off this old flesh and you'll put on that new body. There's coming a day where there'll be no more sin and there'll be no more sorrow and there'll be no more heartache. There'll be no more trouble. There'll be no more struggle. I won't have a stuffy nose anymore and life will be good. When will that be? The day. Jesus Christ. That day is coming. It's coming soon. And friend, you need to be saved before it's too late. You need to now come to God so He can do that good work in you and start that good work in you so that you can look forward to the finished work to come. Say, I don't know if I can. Well, let me give you number six. Number six is this, the confidence of His work. The confidence of His work. You say, Preacher, you didn't start at the beginning of the verse. I know. Because we had to look at the subject before we go back now to see the feeling about the subject. Being confident. This verse is one of the most comforting verses in the Bible for believers. You say, why is that? Now, now listen to this. Because our getting to heaven does not depend upon who we are. It does not depend upon what we've done, what we can do, or what we will do. But the Lord will see to it that all true believers reach heaven safely in spite of our failures and shortcomings because salvation is God's work, not our work. In Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13, Moses said, Fear ye not, Stand still. I want you to think about that for a minute. That just sort of jumped out this past week and and hit me. Moses looks at the people. They're all in a panic. They're up against the Red Sea. The Egyptian army is coming hot on their heels. They're like, what do we do, Moses? You brought us out here so that we could die. And they just throw our dead bodies in the sea. What what are we going to do? And Moses says, fear not. Stand still. And to see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. You know, they didn't have to work for that salvation. All they had to do is just be there. Just be right there. Hey, fear not. Stand still. Maybe you're here today and you know what? You realize that you're a lost sinner without Christ. And in your heart of hearts, you dread now this idea of going to an eternal hell. That place, that real physical place uh, that's filled with fire and brimstone, that place of eternal condemnation, that place of eternal torment, that place of eternal punishment. And you say, I don't want to go there. Fear not. Stand still. Because it's not your work to save yourself, it's the work of God. And if you'll just come and humbly ask, you too can stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. In Psalm, uh, verse, uh, chapter 3 and verse 8, Psalm 3 and verse 8, David wrote, salvation belongeth unto the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 2, the prophet wrote, Behold, God is my salvation. In Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 26, Jeremiah wrote, It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. In Jonah chapter 2 and verse 9, From the whale's belly, Jonah said, Salvation is of the Lord. Hey friend, even all the way back in the Old Testament, it was known that salvation is And always will be the work of God. It's His work that we now trust by faith. There is a confidence of His work. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse nine, Paul says, for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord. Jesus Christ. As surely, as certainly, as God delivers the believer from the power and penalty of sin, he will one day deliver the believer from the presence of sin. What a day that will be when I don't have to wrestle this soul's sinful flesh, when I don't have to wrestle these carnal desires that halt my footsteps for the Lord, that hinder my love for the Lord, that stop now my living for the Lord. I won't have to deal with it anymore. Oh, there's victory in Jesus now. He's delivered us from that power of sin. He's delivered us from that penalty of sin. We can be free indeed, but one day sin will be no more. Being confident, truly the words of Hebrews chapter three, excuse me, Hebrews chapter two and verse three, should ring loudly and clearly in your mind. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? If you're here this morning again, I plead with you, if you're here this morning and lost, why are you neglecting the salvation that God has already done the work and God freely offers? He'll save you. If you'll trust Him, are you saved? If not, stop neglecting your only hope. He is the only way. You can turn confidently to God and receive His wonderful gift of saving grace today. Listen to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. The salvation of God, the grace, the mercy, the love, the forgiveness of God is available and it's effectual for all who will believe, all who will receive. That brings us to number seven. The clarity, the clarity of His work. The clarity of His work. Being confident of this very thing the work that the lord starts is the work that the lord will finish there is no uh, uh there is no mm, trying to uh be non specific here paul is now zeroing in on the point he says being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it Until the day of Jesus Christ. The work that he starts is the work that he will finish. It's God's good work of grace that gives us life and that guides our life and that guards our life and that guarantees life from now to eternity. First John chapter two and verse 28. And now little children abide in him that when he shall appear, We may have confidence and not be ashamed before Him at His coming. I said it already. I'll say it again. Jesus is coming again. He is coming again. It very well could be today. When He shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before Him at His coming. My question is, are you confidently trusting Him for His good work in you? His foundation, His propitiation, His justification, His sanctification, His glorification, all part of our salvation. See, it's God's work for us That planned salvation. And it's God's work to us. That purchased salvation. And it's God's work in us. That provides and proves salvation. It's God's work for us. That protects salvation. Come back tonight. We'll see how God works through us. To propagate his salvation.